0: Hello, Jeff. Merry Christmas to you. Is, is this the kind of crappy music we can expect
1: when we're trying to follow copyright rules? Yes. This is, <laughs> I thought this was a very good effort. And I'm sure these lads would be happy that we put them on. A funky soulful Christmas. There's no like jingle bells or anything to this one. Aren't you tired of that stuff already though? No, I haven't even heard much. Oh, no? I don't get out much. Are you waving at me for some reason? I go to work. Oh.
0: I go to work, you know. Yeah. I, I drive home. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Megan has that Christmas radio station on from day one in her car, you know.
1: Oh, does she really? She should have a little...
0: Except more in rhythm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there we go. Another professional show produced by the two half-squads, and we are the two half-squads. Indeed. I'm Dave. I'm Jeff. And here we are for another... Making a podcast about the greatest game in the world. Advanced squad leader. And we've been on the air for a very long time. Eleven years. years, Eleven going on twelve, as my mom would say.
0: As the decade finishes out. But this is our Christmas show. Yeah.
1: Which means... We'll try to talk about holiday things.
0: Except first, I have a, uh, an interesting story. So we were playing D and Bridget's group, mm-hmm. and oh shoot, how would this go? Um, search. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: Marianne or some Marianne said, "All right, then we'll search the cave." And her, her phone Siri <laughs> said, "Here's what I found." On the search oh, excellent. It's creepy. Yeah, it is kind of creepy.
1: She all she we were talking about searching the cave. Yeah, yeah. It's has your phone ever done that? Just, no,
0: I don't really use Siri much at all. I have to push down on it. Oh, you do.
1: Okay, so it doesn't uh, respond to voice commands. No, if you just no. Say.
0: Laura has that where she has to say like "Okay, Siri" or yeah. something or mm-hmm. "Okay, Google." She okay, She has to Google. say "Okay, Google." Yeah, it drives me nuts. Yeah, I'm like, can't you just say "Hello, Google" or Hey there? Why does it have to be this stupid OK Google?
1: Look, it's a trillion dollar company. They, they probably <laughs> thought about it before they just put it out there. I don't know. Like OK Boomer, and now it's ruined.
0: Yeah, I'm a boomer, and I'm tired of this OK Boomer, and it's ruined all the OKs for me. I say to my wife, how's it going? She says, OK, and I get all
1: mad. I don't know about Boomer, the Boomer thing. You don't know OK Boomer? No. Jeff. It has something to do with baby boomers right and millennials Mm -hmm. yeah i read something about it but i don't watch a lot of video media
0: my news feed i I didn't i don't see it on like the pbs news or the the normal news yeah you know just the normal um but yeah when i scroll my news feed Ah. i encounter like the okay boomer syndrome
1: and what is that exactly Just boomers are...
0: Because boomers kind of were putting down millennials. Oh, yeah. uh, They, the comeback is now, okay, boomer. So students have said this to me. And not, and I don't really get mad, of course. Everyone knows I was just kidding, right? Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, I'm like, well, that's kind of a point, you know, but people, my generation, and we have a conversation. Yeah. But I've heard it twice since. So I have to keep up on these hip things.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. But I I did see a story about that. I saw a blog article about that uh, one of the news writers from Rolling Stone. I think he's the editor-in-chief of Rolling Stone. Wrote a little article about boomers and millennials and mentioned that OK Boomer thing, which I just...
0: Kind of meaning, like, you know, we did screw up lots of things.
1: Yeah. And we did. Yeah.
0: But I kind of figure, like, we didn't.
1: Who did? The
0: people that voted for the people that screwed. up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Without without getting political, you know, very clearly, <laughs> there's a movement to improve things and climate, and then there's one that said it didn't exist. Yeah. So we happened to be following the wrong one for decades, but we were lied to. Well, by our that's, leaders.
1: That's the normal course you know? of progress, I think. I I think the millennials are going to fix all that stuff. It is amazing the stuff that does come on. I say I don't watch much video, and I really don't, but I occasionally I watch something in my news feed, and there was an article from, uh, on CBS Sunday Morning, a story on CBS Sunday Morning the other day, about this phenomenon called mukbang. Have you heard of mukbang? No, what is mukbang? Mukbang is video channels on YouTube where you watch people eat. Oh, Apparently, hey, I listeners I think, don't like that when we eat on the No, air. they don't. Well, they would if they watched, if they could see <laughs> us eat. Just the sound effects are not enough, but apparently this started in Korea, and there's still a lot of Korean mukbang out there, and it meets something like watching people eat. I don't know, something like that. It's but it's very popular. You watch people eat, and they just eat. And, do they get paid to do this? Well, they interviewed one woman who does it full-time, and her husband quit his job, and she made a million dollars last year. She has a million and a half followers, and she... She's on every day. She eats something every day. How large is she now? Well, I suspect there's another part of the channel they don't show you. Oh, the regurgitating. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The muck yak. (laughs) Where she goes and yaks it up because she's not that big. No, yak it up means laugh. Oh, no, Uh that's yuck it up.
0: (laughs) Go ahead and yuck it up. No, a yuck is one of those furry
1: cows. Yeah. Yeah. But she's she makes a million dollars.
0: All right, come and on. People Jeff, watch her. We reading. could, we could. There's got to be the thing, the next thing. I thought of ironing.
1: I know a guy sleeps ironing. Maybe we should iron. I think I think steam ironing. I find the sound of the steam iron very soothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know the. <sighs> Jeff, and then you it... put it down.
0: <laughs> yeah, but people are spending hours doing this. They isn't, watch it isn't every there day. Or something I hate to sound elitist, but. Wouldn't you be a better off? Isn't there something else you could be learning? Or It, or,
1: is, a uh, it is a thing.
0: It and is a thing. And these kids at school watch food shows. So I'm walking around the room trying to catch them not doing their interactive notebooks on their computers. I couldn't get Hapara to come up in my sub job. So I walk around and, hmm. you know, they're watching people eating food. Like, oh, we're done. I'm like, well, okay. And you're not playing video games, which yeah. I guess is the kind of the rule. So you're watching someone prepare food? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that maybe that's kind of educational, but why? You're 13 year
1: old kids. Yeah. And
0: well, it's they like, find it fascinating. Yeah. It's
1: like the video you sent me the other day of Uh-oh. a guy. Oh. Watching, reacting. A, that's rea- uh- reacting to his first Jethro Tull concert. Yes. yes. That's what I thought. We could do something
0: like. I remember earlier I was like, how about like Jeff and Dave do the classics or do the. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we could read Shakespeare? but we could put on
1: music and react. So it's a video of us watching a guy watching a Jethro Tull concert (laughs) and his reaction. We would have to listen to rap. Yeah. And then see two OK Boomers listening to rap for the first time. Okay. That could be. Because but, but, but. there's, I've seen several of those other channels where young guys listening to music from the 50s or 60s and 70s.
0: And that guy, he
1: got in. Did you get through most of it or all of it? Yeah, I got through all of it. He loved it. What, Whether what? or not that's genuine, I don't know. Well, but
0: yes, I just asked you that, but I think it is. I think. Does he have a lot of followers? Do you know? No, I don't know. But mm-hmm. he, yeah, his face, man. He was, like the way. Would Ian Anderson would yeah. change the rhythms yeah. and just the cutoffs into the dun dun dun, dun yeah. a total different melody. Yeah. He he was reacting to all that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, interesting. And yeah. it really is. Megan loves it. Oh yeah. Hate to lose it's, that kind of stuff. But yeah. That. But technologically, another thing, did you hear hear that news item about the Fitbit? The Fitbit, no. Uh, a woman discovered her husband was Cheating on her because the, 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 no, yes. really, a shared account so they can monitor each other's heart rates and activity.
1: And she determined he was fooling around on her. Yeah,
0: because he didn't. He wasn't at the gym. Wow, that's crazy. It is. So be careful, people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw. Anyway. I read an interesting. Uh, I can't remember. Well, some kind of story in Science Magazine about the issue of uh, like forensic police will go to a crime scene and collect dna and they look through the usual databases from fbi and interpol and whatever and if they don't find a match they've been trying to go to 23 and me and get into these private records That's the voluntary and one. trace back through yeah Yeah, trace they've back been through doing families that. and stuff like that and come through that and there's quite a bit of controversy about yeah adam you know, this, should that be legal you no, know,
0: I don't know. Adam gave our our ours up.
1: Did he? Yeah. Well, he gave his he gave yeah. his own up. But
0: that they contract that to the whole family. Yeah.
1: Yes. Right. Yep. So now you're in trouble. I know. All going to find I've out you've got kids somewhere in the past. Yeah. <laughs> if it's only just the kids, I hope it's not yeah. the rest of the crimes that I did. <laughs> you are a good guy, Dave. I can't. Oh, I can't believe it. Even though you didn't show up last night for the for the podcast second time second time it's true listeners something's changing in our little dave he's a new man didn't
0: get it on the calendar and yeah was decorating the house with my daughter and jeff called we were outdoors putting up lights
1: i'm like dave i'm here all alone with two microphones
0: not acceptable but luckily we're both free tonight
1: yeah and since it's the holiday season, I'd like to, uh, and we just came off Thanksgiving, I'd like to bring something up that came up for me a couple of years ago, and um, I've been particularly thankful for the outcome of that. And it was just about two years ago this month, beginning of the month, I was diagnosed with bladder cancer, and uh, that was pretty scary. That was about the same time you went into the hospital with your...
0: That is. Stroke. Uh-huh. We were able to share...
1: We shared A bedpan. A b- <laughs> so i diagnosed and then um that was very scary but i immediately found the best doctors i could so i wanted to do a shout out to the doctors nurses physician's assistant and all the staff at northwestern (laughs) medicine in downtown chicago specifically dr josh meeks md and phd who is the associate professor and head of the bladder urological urology cancer unit down there mm-hmm. who's been treating me and Dr. Vanderweel David Vanderweel who is in uh, oncology and hematology so there are different ways to treat bladder cancer i some people say oh that's the cancer you want to get cuz it's easy to treat well it depends on which kind you get and i got the kind that's not that easy to treat so the standard gold standard treatment that they normally do wasn't working as well as they thought, but they put me on the new thing. I got the new thing, immunotherapy. You did, mm-hmm. which is uh, much better than the other thing. Because the other thing, they stick stuff where they shouldn't <laughs> be sticking stuff. They keep sticking cameras and all kinds of stuff where They's, they should you, not be putting it. You've been through enough, yeah, yeah. Even with the easy one, yeah,
0: or the hard one that had the easy treatment,
1: yeah. So they switched me over to immunotherapy, which is the latest thing in cancer treatments and. I'm doing really, really well with that. And fingers crossed and all that stuff, it's all looking good. But one of the reasons why I bring it up, obviously, I wanted to thank the doctors and everybody there. And I also wanted to encourage people to know the symptoms. Get checked out if you see anything. Don't wait. Don't panic. Find the best doctors you can. Every treatment, uh, every patient is different. Every outcome is different. And it doesn't have to be end of life thing. So that's a public service announcement brought to you by (laughs) the two half squads.
0: Yeah, and Jeff had just decided to keep that more private for those years. But we were together at least. We had each other. Yeah, Dave has has
1: been there with me all along. Wonderful
0: spouses. We opened up our Marco Polo account at that time. We did, yeah. So we could talk in our down, if we were getting down or something. Yeah.
1: Indeed. Yeah, and my family, my wife has been just fantastic. She's been down she goes downtown with me every time for treatment, and she's just been amazing. So,
0: And she even was wise enough to recommend that I go with you when I was retired for Yes, a short period. You went,
1: reti- you went down with me once for and a test. And I was
0: really glad to be there with you. Yeah,
1: I, I appreciate that a lot. Indeed. And I got great news, and then we went out and we could eat pizza. We could eat nice Chicago, Chicago deep dish. Ah, I still yes. remember it fondly. So, without further ado, let's get into some ASL talk. How about some rules? We don't have a song for rules. We don't How have to, a song. For Twelve rules. years almost, and we don't have a song for rules. <laughs> and it's one of the oldest segments. And I'm—I don't have any musical instruments near me. And
0: wow, I don't and, know what. And to everyone do. knows I can't sing.
1: Yeah, no, you sing very well. No. we just don't know what to <laughs> wait, sing.
0: Wait till we get to letters. All right, um, but I did some work, and um, what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about what we believe we have not covered yet. We have a list, and on the list was first fire, defensive fire. Wow. Believe it or not. I can't I'm sure we've it. covered other aspects of it. But here it is from letter number number one through whatever we get through. Okay. And then we'll do some letters, probably call it a, a holiday show. First fire. You can shoot during the enemy movement phase, and it's called defensive first fire. Quiz show, Jeffrey. Okay. Ads are popping up and blocking my view. (laughs) Can defensive fire be used versus a stationary unit, Jeffrey? No. You are correct. Can it affect terrain in the moving hex? Moving units hex. Can it affect terrain? If the hexes are moving, you've drank too much. Yeah. So <laughs> can, I would say can no. It, no, no, no. Can <laughs> it affect terrain in the moving units, hex?
1: No. Yes. It can affect terrain in the... How would it affect... Oh, you mean if it's like a flamethrower? Yeah. Okay. Right. Or... So or it f- could catch a building on fire. or... or yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so even though normally you think, well, it's just attacking the moving unit because it can't affect stationary units. And you think the, the terrain is stationary, but, yeah, it can.
1: Yeah. So, like, if you're firing a mortar into a, a, a hex where a squad is moving through woods, you knock all the squirrels out of the trees. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I'm reading about beer. Dr- are we on? Yeah. Oh. Beer is good for you. The, the uh, Specifically, the Weiss beers. Very good oh. for your gut oh. biome. Yeah. I would have guessed
0: the Weissbeard yeah.
1: if I had I looked, to. I looked and looked and looked and <laughs> looked and looked and looked for and something. finally found something. in. Uh, I think something there was a Science positive. Magazine article, and it happened to have been from a, a doctor from Belgium.
0: Who has stock in the Weissbeard company. I'm sure he does.
1: During the attacker's
0: movement phase, the defender should keep careful watch as the attacker moves. Good and idea. We, say, we always say things like, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Here. Yeah, how, about okay. Stop! how about now? Stop. What? You're shooting. I always go to the bathroom when the guy's moving. <laughs> it's like you're going to move. I'll be back. That's why I take all the buildings. <laughs> so, you expend. So, can you
0: fire as it expends two movement points in a woods hex at each movement point? Yes. Yes. Can you shoot when he places a DC? if he's
1: expending movement points. Yes, you're correct. Can you shoot when he climbs a tree? If he's expending movement points, but no, I'd say in general
0: no. How about when he tries to flee?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think uh I think I see.
0: And shoot him down or, at the knees? Yes. I do not think I like that game. <laughs> May you combine two different activities in one simultaneous movement point expenditure. Like, say, I'm entering the hex and placing the DC at the same time while I pop a smoke grenade. No. No. I try that all the time. No yeah. one ever lets no, me you do No, you can't.
1: You can't. Don't get greedy. Anytime
0: a unit or stack expends a movement factor in the line of sight of one of his units, a defender has the option to temporarily halt his movement. And he fires at that location yeah. with as many taxes as he can bring to Bear.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, the Bears. The ba- Oh, you don't want to talk sports.
1: No. Are they still playing? Yeah. Football season is still going on?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've had a horrible season. Suddenly oh, I'm sorry. Our quarterback blossomed for a game or two, and we're all... Hope springs eternal, doesn't it, Jeff? It does. Anytime he... Oh, so what counter do you put on to mark a unit that has fired?
1: Well, if it's the defensive fire phase and it's the first time he's fired, you put on a first fire counter.
0: Yes. And what about the weapons that are still eligible to fire? Like maybe they had a rate of fire.
1: Well, those don't get marked.
0: Yes. So it says place them above the first fire counter. But if you have bounding fire productions products, you have support weapon fire, um, like separate counters. Of fire. Yeah, yeah, separate counters. So you can
1: keep things a little more...
0: Yes, you That's do. nice.
1: It's so easy to lose track. Once, you get, once I get more than three counters on the map, I'm gone.
0: <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> although a vehicle that enters a new hex is considered a moving target throughout the defensive fire phase, only one vehicle at a time is ever considered moving for defensive first fire purposes. I just wrote the rule down. Whatever okay. Whatever that means. Yeah.
1: Exceptions. That's what it means. There's exceptions.
0: <laughs> when they move together.
1: With uh, radio. Uh,
0: less. Yeah.
1: Platoon movement. Platoon movement.
0: And convoy. A rule probably. Have you ever used a convoy? Oh, I don't.
1: Yeah, I think we and did we use it one. Maybe we did together. I think we maybe. did do it one time. Yeah, I think it was convoy one of those had Italian to cross. things yeah. when,
0: and when, from that one action pack maybe. Or, yeah. Just yeah. that one time. And we listened to the song Convoy while we were playing.
1: That's right. I'm Big sure. Ben this here's a rubber duck. We're gonna mow those Italians down.
0: <laughs> it was rubber. D- Not a rubber duck.
1: Of, yeah. Speaking of Italians, in case anybody wants to know, I'm going I am going to be in Italy. Leaving for Italy on Monday and I'll be there for oh, we'll uh, 3 weeks or so through oh. to uh, mid-January in Assisi, Italy.
0: Oh, so we were going to try and record a show remote.
1: And yeah, and we still will.
0: Okay, we might yeah. have to we do one, that'll get us back on track. Yeah. So, rule 8.11, facing. Defensive first fire must be resolved before the moving unit or stack leaves the intended target location or if firing at a particular target facing of an AFV before the AFV changes its current target facing. Yeah. So you don't get to just turn your tank really
1: quickly. Unless the guy's going to the bathroom like me. Like I'm, <laughs> yes, then you can... You were in the bathroom, turn I turned the turret, I just spun the tank around. May the defender
0: request that a moving unit be returned to a previous position?
1: No. Well, Would he it, could request. Well,
0: yes. You see, the rule says no, but when we play with friends, yeah. how do we behave people? Like gentlemen. And we say yes, unless you... Like we behave you know, like boomers, unless, not like millennials. Unless you you know revealed your hidden gun... Have yeah, have the side shot on the platoon, Right, then it's rude to say, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to go the other way. Yeah. Can I yeah. <laughs> move these back?
1: Could you guys run back to the house so that I can shoot you when you're coming out? I didn't...
0: But yeah, typically you would not ask to go back, because typically no. you are being caught. But occasionally you don't... Oh, yeah, sure, you can go back. Yeah. However... The attacker must give the Defender ample opportunity to declare his fire before moving on. And Jeff, we have just discovered why it takes so long to play ASL. (laughs) It's one rule. Yeah. You strike that out of the rule book? Yeah. Things would move along a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. The Defender has ample opportunity. Ample. Just, you know, could have used a word like um, one second. Use your chess clocks.
1: Excuse me, uh, Perry, a a question from the senator from Illinois. Uh, Yes, uh, Perry, could you define ample?
0: (laughs) With no references to women.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What is ample time exactly?
0: Yeah, oh boy.
1: Three or four minutes.
0: And the end is how long we sit staring at the board, which says something good about the game. That it's that engaging mentally.
1: Yes, but you don't find often. Yeah these days.
0: You're not a lot of scrolling on your phone, waiting to defensive fire at somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then we're on to rule 8.13. I don't know what happened to 12. I must have worked it into 8.11. Defensive first fire die roll modifiers. When you're moving in the open ground.
1: When you're moving in the open ground. What
0: do you get?
1: What do you get that funny sound? On to your die roll. You get a neg 1 for moving in the open ground
0: yes. and in the oh, and in the non assault movement which means moving more than one hex. Yeah. So, does that apply to first fire attacks? Yes, it does. It does. Do all to hit cases of J and dang, no I didn't write down what J <laughs> is in the rule book.
1: I'm thinking of JZ, but uh <laughs> no, probably not. Do all to hit cases
0: of J exception vehicle in motion D.24. Do those apply?
1: Case J, of course, otherwise known as the J case. That's the target-based hit determination die roll modifier. So that's, you know, how long if you...
0: In the line of sight. Line
1: of sight. and
0: Neg one, if it's short. Yeah, if it's moving and
1: yeah, all that stuff. Plus what,
0: yeah. Okay, thank you very much, Jeff. And do those all apply to defensive first fire? Yes.
1: Yes. And it's not just um, vehicles; it's also dashing infantry.
0: And do they apply in prep fire? No. I have down the second. Does. Does.
1: The second does.
0: I don't know what I meant. The first one is: Does the neg one for non assault movement open ground apply to defensive fire? And then do all cases of J cases of J apply during prep?
1: No. Nothing's moving during prep. Boy,
0: I'll go back and look that up later. Though I didn't take good notes.
1: <laughs> Eight fourteen. People, li- people listen to this show. I and love that. Most of this is yes. Yeah, I love that. They do. Wait they do. We get to letters. Yeah. and I got a surprise, a couple
0: of surprise letters for you. Ooh, in there. okay. Can a unit broken or pinned by defensive first fire be fired on again in its current location by other same phase defensive first fire attacks?
1: Absolutely.
0: I know. I hate that. It's like, yeah. wait, those guys already shot at me. How come those guys to my right get to shoot at me, yeah. and that guy up in the tower gets to shoot you at guys me? Guys
1: are not being nice. <laughs> Everyone's picking on me. Yeah.
0: I use that as a defense when I'm playing to get my opponent to let up on me. Yeah. Hey. This this counter feels like everyone's picking on him, and then my opponents, if they're nice, they're like, "Okay, we won't shoot yeah. anymore of this phase."
1: I've gotten pretty good at just getting a one tear to roll <laughs> down my cheek, and I bite my lip a little bit and look cool. helpless. <laughs> well, remember, yeah. we
0: used to talk about letting people win on our early shows. Oh yeah,
1: you you've stopped letting me win. Oh totally, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Well, we have got to play, Jeff. Yeah, we got to play more. How about next week? Next week I'll be in Italy. Oh, but we could play by How about vassal. Then next week? I will still be in Italy. Oh, how about the week after that? I'll be in Italia. Who's holding up this game? I guess it's me. Vassal? We could vassal. You won't have time.
0: Why yeah. on earth would you spend 3 hours vassaling a game with me? Yeah, that would really be dumb. (laughs) (laughs) When you could be playing with the guys in Italy. Yeah, I could You can meet them. I could. And the Advancing Fire, the new guys, they're coming up with
1: that new product. Oh, yeah. I wonder where they are. Oh, oh, oh. We
0: should find out. Oh, yeah, I think I have it in our our letters to advertise. Um, Yeah, I contacted them. They'll, They'll want to get us some product, and they might be interviewed they're worried about their english just like the franklin tour oh okay yeah so maybe maybe not um but yeah they have this new um game uh, ASL world it's got this change up on a campaign a a idea that i can't recall right now so we'll look it up
1: yeah uh moving does uh i'm following uh, a guy on instagram my wife is getting me onto instagram and he's from italy from ferraro italy i don't remember his okay Instagram name, but he's post, he posts some nice stuff. There's some pretty good ASL stuff on yeah. Instagram. I've mailed really stuff d- to, to Italy
0: it. f- from eBay, and I know we've gotten letters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have. So. Anyway. Yes. Can a unit broken or pinned by defensive fire before? Oh, we did that. So does... Okay, so, so the, the, the guys from Hex A shoot at my moving guy. Yeah. Then the guys in Hex B shoot at the same moving guy. Yeah. Do they still use first fire movement open ground? No. If the guy's pinned, the answer is no. If they're broken, the answer is yes. Why don't I remember that? So you have to try and think of when they break, they're running or something. Broken doesn't symbolize they're down, hunker down. Pinned. So if I move in the hex and hex A shoots at me and I'm pinned, hex B cannot Count doesn't and, take the open ground because I'm now not uh, moving. Modifier, I'm pinned, yeah, no longer moving. Ah, okay, but so, so they're break, not
1: simultaneous shots mm-hmm. unless it's a fire group, correct? Correct, they're not simultaneous shots. Yeah. yeah, why did why is that? I'm sure I know that you know, sometimes we play and we play correctly, and then we go over the rules, and it's like it, when you examine it that closely, you wonder if it, you did it right. Yeah, was I doing that right? Yeah. yeah,
0: or sometimes you're off a little. Over the years, you, you get switched around. Those for me. And, of
1: course, if the guy is he's running, he gets shot at, no effect. The second guy shoots at him, it's still open ground. Yeah, neg, yeah. neg, neg, neg two. One, neg two, yeah. So a moving unit
0: subject to non-assault movement, moving open ground, which breaks, is still subject to those dial modifiers in that location. So it's only if he's pinned. Correct. Okay until its movement phase ends even if previously no this rule says even if previously pinned okay. now that so, right no no I'm sorry yes that rule is correct that's why i wrote this sentence out okay so um yeah it is still subject for subsequent defensive first fire attacks until its movement phase ends even if previously pinned and then see 4.61 for assault
1: movement which we're not going to do Eight. You know, you know. I mentioned earlier it would be fun just talking about a video we could do. We could do us reading Shakespeare, mm-hmm. having had no experience with Shakespeare. Oh yeah, yeah. We could just do a Shakespeare play, just reading it, and it'd be a lot like this. <laughs> it would be. Well, no. I'm sorry. Why didn't I fix that one? No, I it's not notes? you. No, that's me. It's not just you. That's me. <laughs>
0: no, that is me. Eight fifteen point one five. But I'm fascinated by that idea now about reading Shakespeare. That would be cool. Are there enough Shakespeare fans to want to even bother?
1: No, it would be people that just want to see two goofy two goofy guys uh, not eating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Snapshot. This is comes into the defensive fire rules. Any unit wishing to make a small arms, machine gun, defensive first fire attack may claim a snapshot if it can trace a line of sight to... An entire hex side even if the hex side is part of a blind hex that was crossed by the moving unit and entering a onboard hex even if the center dot of that hex is out of the line of sight. So you just have to track a line of sight across the whole hex, the whole side, hex side yeah, and then you take the snapshot. So can a snapshot be taken at a unit though while entering the firer's hex?
1: You can uh, see his whole
0: hack side.
1: No. He's coming in on you. No, you wouldn't do that. You'd right. take triple point blank fire, wouldn't you? Yes. Because a snapshot is area fire. Correct. You'd be having. Yeah.
0: It has to, and if you're out of an opportunity to take a normal shot, you can't shoot.
1: Yeah. Right. Does
0: the non assault movement, movement open ground, dial modifier apply to a snapshot? No. No, even if the entire length of the hex site is open ground.
1: Because they're running like crazy. <clears throat>
0: and it's a shorter distance. Yeah. Yep. Does the trainific effect modifier of most other terrain in the target hex
1: apply? Yes. No. Oh, no, as long as you can see the whole... You're oh. shooting...
0: So you don't get the negs, and you don't get the pluses. Right. That's the easy way to remember it. Yeah. Yeah, still part of a snapshot. Uh, rule six... No C, point five C. I don't think that's a rule. <laughs> However, a that's wall, right. smoke, hedge, or rubble hex side. Yeah, of a hex being entered, exited, can modify the snapshot if crossed by the line of fire. On the way to the target hex side. <laughs> now, okay, it's easier on the than way it to sounds.
1: The target hex side. So
0: I'm shooting at him. He's going from here to here as he goes to here on the way to the target hex side. And he crosses the...
1: So like if he's crossing into a smoke hex, for instance?
0: Yeah. And over a wall, over a hedge. Or over a wall or over a hedge. He gets to count the uh, terrain effect modifier.
1: Okay. Good. He should.
0: Yes, it makes sense.
1: He gets and, the and ben- He gets the benefit, and rubble. Yeah. Usually, and usually that's the way it is in ASL. If it's something where it could be fifty-fifty, you give the benefit to the, to the. Yeah. Yeah. To the action, the guy performing the action. action.
0: So then, do snap do snapshots count as area fire? Yes. You already said that. So if you're affected by a snapshot, so I'm going from a woods hex to a building hex, am I in which? And I get broken, which hex am I in?
1: You go back to the hex you came... F- oh, hmm. Yeah, you continue. You You're, continue. You, you make get it into, into, into the train you yeah, want in that, right. that new state. You don't state. go back. Yeah.
0: So if, if you have a machine gun and it has to change its covered arc to make a snapshot, can it even do that? Um, hmm. Guy's running really quick. Yeah. You got to turn your machine gun.
1: Um, I'm going to say no. No is correct. I Can mean, and so that would be like a heavy machine gun or uh let's see, what it yes, applies for? Yes, because m- other ones
0: don't all have covered arcs, right? Right. You only have to set it for the big ones. For, the, for only
1: the ones that yeah. have a
0: covered arc. Uh, yeah. uh uh-huh. right. Put a counter put on it. An ordnance weapon? Can it turn its covered arc? A big gun? No. No. Or a weapon firing IFE or canister? No. no. They take too long, I think. So, a fire can make only one snapshot at a unit crossing the hex side, even if the unit expends greater than one to enter the hex, like going over a hedge. You still only get one snapshot. Mm. Okay. But you may do so after other attacks if you want.
1: Yeah. Okay. For
0: sure. Like normal. Yeah. 8.2 residual firepower comes in here. What time are we at on the show, Jeff? Just
1: checking. 36 minutes. Okay, thirty six minutes of it's pure gold. gold.
0: <laughs> go. It's mostly gold. It's pure, and it's almost all ASL.
1: Yes, except for the first fifteen minutes of banter. No.
0: <laughs> so we'll we'll go to residual firepower mm-hmm. first. Explain what it is. Do you want to try that?
1: Residual firepower is fire that is that exists in the hex even after the. Firing group has stopped firing. It's it's ling- it lingers in the hex. So anything else that moves in there is going to get attacked.
0: Yes, this is one of the best concepts in a war game.
1: I love residual
0: firepower. You're moving through the open ground somewhat
1: simultaneously. Yes, this is a good way to bring that simultaneous feeling back to the game. Yeah, it's
0: it's really a great idea. The whole defensive fire thing, too, the subsequent fire. Yeah. Which John Hill used in a Civil War game, too, uh, Johnny Reb, which made it a, a good miniatures game. Mm. Miniatures game. Yeah, so when you're crossing Pickett's Charge, you know, you're going to not just have the guy shoot once, r- blow the die roll, and then they just run and all the way across just, yeah. this open field, right? you know, without getting any kind of residual or second shot. Right. So, if the attack that you use, this is um, just teaching, includes a to-kill die roll versus a vehicle, residual firepower is created in the same manner.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, remember, your cannons, your guns, leave Resid. So, if, if it's except if it's armor-piercing... Which okay. It's like solid shot shell. Yeah. So it's not going to leave or it's not going to blow up and leave shrapnel flying around for a little bit. Um uh AT unless that's fired by a machine gun, I guess, cuz that's multiple fire. Uh anti-tank rifle. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's a again, a rifle. It's firing a big slug, right? Anti-tank rifles, they don't fire exploding shells.
1: No, no, no. I think it's They fire uh, giant th- slugs that yeah. can pierce up. I think so.
0: The small armor, uh, an APCR or an APDS. Now I think those, one of those, I think hits the tank and kind of explodes in through the armor, burns mm-hmm. a hole in that. Yeah. And uh, something like that. Right. So that would not leave a explosion outside of the tank, you know, around where the weapon went off. What about if you rolled a dud? Does it leave or No. You are correct. Um, all non-hexide effect modifier and smoke FFE hindrance dial modifiers of the target location apply to residual attack. So if you fired into the smoke and or building, then... And
1: you, it leaves resid, yeah, and somebody runs in there, they still get the, the benefit. benefit of the smoke or the building or whatever it might be. Yeah, as yeah.
0: per your usual suggestion, like the the, the guy running gets the benefit. Yeah. Even versus bypassing units of a building, because you're going behind it, I guess. I think there was a tricky little side rule to that that I probably left off of this (laughs) teaching sheet. But when do you then
1: remove the residual firepower counters? At the end of the movement phase, the entire Entire movement movement phase. phase. They all come off.
0: Anybody going that way. So that's where you use your troops to draw fire Attack some to the left, draw the fire. The guy lays Resid. If you have another option to come around the other way, then that's the way you want to go. So yeah. you're not going through that Resid, which is makes it a really good battlefield tactic kind
1: of thing. It does, but uh, it's annoying as heck. Residual. When you yeah, especially when I lay it down because you 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 know you run out Isn't there it? and you think I'm going to run this half squad through there. I'll draw his fire. So and you do that and then. Then the Resid comes on, and you think, oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Someone's got to come behind. Yeah. And then he goes to the left, and then I fire my next squad, subsequent the first squad's subsequent. Yeah. Put down a Resid of 1. So then someone comes around that. The second squad in the stack fires first fire at that hex. Yeah. Lays a Resid of 2. Or if it's adjacent, double all those. Right. And that's, yeah, I, I really love doing that.
1: Yeah, and you, I, it took me a long time to learn that you don't want to just run through resid. Think, oh, it's only half it's the only firepower a, of the original a, yeah. number. It it's can't only, be that, but it's, it's only a, a 1 or a 2. But neg 2, but, usually. Those right. are nasty, so then you think you run around, and you don't quite have enough movement points to, go, to get to, to your target. So location. you're standing there in open ground or some yeah. blasted thing. Yeah, yeah, indeed.
0: So 8.21. No more than one resid can be placed in a location. So, all those other guys firing at that moving unit doesn't
1: change they don't stack
0: well, it doesn't stack, yeah, that's a good term, um but it can go higher, yeah if a larger residual firepower counter subsequently earned from a larger qualifying attack can place can replace the smaller one, yeah, so you shoot with your eight, you leave a four resid, then you shoot with a twelve shot, you can up it to a six, take out the four um. However, fire lanes, residual firepower, is not a residual firepower counter and therefore can coexist with other fire lane counters or resid. Oh.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Which I think we play right.
1: In in that case, so... The guy shooting
0: the machine gun uses his firepower at the same time. We usually lay in his, like, if he did an eight shot, we lay a four in there and that hex only. And declare the light machine gun fire lane. Fire lane for one.
1: So then, if so a guy you, crosses the fire lane in that hex
0: with the four, he takes two shots.
1: And if somebody else shoots into that, then it would also leave a resid. So would he? Would he Only take, if it's
0: higher than the four. Okay. Or and
1: then he only takes the higher. He doesn't take both. No. He doesn't take the fire lane shot. Yes. He does. And the resid. He do, he. Do, well, does he take them? St- uh, if it's a
0: new unit and a new movement. Yeah. Plane. New
1: movement. Yeah. New unit. New movement. Moving yeah. into a hex that has resid and a fire lane. Yes. He takes. That's never take, happened to me.
0: You could take the four resid, and the one light machine gun fire lane. If you survive
1: another they unit, up, those are separate shots. Can still fire at you. Separate shots. Those are separate shots. Yeah. So you could get shot at twice. Yeah, yeah. Once from Resid, once from the fire lane, and then if somebody wants to shoot at you from somewhere else, boy, it's yeah, just I, not I, your I, day.
0: I'm, I'm standing by that. Rich, I think
1: Rich or anyone else. Th- that's cor- I'm try sure that's correct, correct. I'm sure that's correct. It's amazing that that's never happened.
0: Can coexist with other fire lane counters. Well, you'd really avoid that hex. Yes, you would. Um, then residual firepower can attack even units using bypass. We mentioned before, yeah. or those who must be attacked at a particular vertex in the residual firepower location. So it kind of fills the whole hex. Yeah. Twelve? Oh, point rule point twelve. Similarly, fire at a unit using bypass leaves resid in the entire obstacle location. Yeah, this way I always thought was a little so you're bypassing, I fire at you outside. And there's you don't want to get that complicated where you just put a resid on the snapshot hex side right and try and determine so you just place it in the hex the guy's bypassing just hmm. put it in the hex and you shot even if
1: you can't see the center dot
0: um yeah yeah cuz i think i think that could happen with bypass i think that can sure cuz you're shooting at the vertex just put it in the hex yeah there's times yeah. i thought well, eh, it's a little odd but eh, don't sweat it
1: okay uh, i like the way you think <laughs> Um,
0: so bypass, um, oh, but fire that can, oh, here we go. Oh, but fire that cannot affect units in a depression leaves residual firepower only on a crest counter, so it can't shoot down lower. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, if it's on a crest counter, up higher, it can only affect The crest. Units crossing at the higher level. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, can residual firepower, quiz show, form a fire group? Nyet. Correct. Can existing firepower... Oh, this is teaching. Existing residual firepower is always the first defensive first fire attack allowed against a moving unit. So you get shot at
1: first First by by the the resid. And then whatever outcome that is... And then you can get fired on again. Yep. With the other guys we were talking about yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm.
0: May a collateral attack leave residual firepower?
1: Uh, e-
0: no. No. OBA and minefields never leave resid because they attack at any unit that enters the minefield or blast area. Double jeopardy. Yeah. Right? Easy to remember. Yeah. So the minefield goes off. Well, the next guy comes in, he's going to have to get a minefield attack anyway, so you don't get a resid and a minefield attack. Ah, yes. Okay. FFE, same thing. You just, FFE fills the area. You don't fill it with little residual counters. Save the rest for later, and you have some too. What did you cover for next show?
1: Uh, I'll be covering machine guns, which it's amazing. After 11 years, we've never covered these topics. Technically, yeah. Yeah, technically. Or maybe, and maybe we have. I don't think... But it's good again. We didn't do it in detail. I think we should... Once we get done, we'll start over. We are going to have to do something. Yeah. Or quit. Yeah. So... No, the people will not let us quit. The people will revolt. They they will. They're revolting. All right. Well, that was uh, good rules, Dave. This is our holiday show. It doesn't seem very holiday-ish. So for Letters tonight, we've got a special presentation of our Letters music. Here we go.
0: It's Megan. A holy,
1: Megan Kleinschmidt, the two-half squad singer. No,
0: we don't have snow yet. Oh, it's time for letters Jeff. Have you pulled
1: up your what? Have I pulled up my what? Letters. Oh my letters, yes. Yes, I think I have. have
0: a holy, holy Thank you, Megan. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas to you. All right, that was nice. Very well done, Megan. And letters are here. Got a letter there, Dave? I got one from
0: Alan, our good friend Alan. Uh, he wanted us to announce the ASL Tournament Grenadier in November, that's passed already. Uh, I think I did tweet it out. I, did we, cover, we didn't cover it on the last show. I think maybe briefly. Me and my buddies, John who has got his German citizenship, and another John, Martin, are heading over there. Um, it'll be a second Grenadier tournament. He says thanks to the guys who put that on. Do a great job. He says, I'm looking forward to the release of the upcoming Action Pack 14, especially as there are Scottish troops in there. And we'll be placing an order. Um, he says, gotta love the Second Chance Games. It's a store in England, so if you're not buying from Ritterkrieg, You might want to check out Second Chance Games.
1: More than might. You should.
0: Also, local Flags Black Lion Games. Um, Sadly, they've not been able to source much ASL there. Anyway, hopes things are well with us. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, that action pack with some Scott scenarios and maybe getting to Germany to the Grenadier Tournament. Jeff, I wonder if there's a tournament in Italy while you're there.
1: That would be. <laughs> Robin would love it. Yeah, that would. She would. <laughs> that would be funny. I'll take a look. Do you have one there? I've got one here. We got a a form on uh, a blogger contact form from Martin McKenzie, who writes, "Hi Jeff and Dave, I've got my phone on and listening to Sabaton." I'm with you, Jeff. A good uh-huh. blast of Viking steel whilst setting up your Scandia squads in the Finnish forests will surely add power to your die rolls. <laughs> After 50 years, I finally found time to return to ASL. My wife and I make and sell photo frames in our garden workshop here in the depths of southwestern France mm-hmm. and listen to many podcasts to pass our working hours. I'm up, to, I'm up to about 120 of the Half Squad's podcasts, starting with the very first, and can honestly say that you have created something unique. You may publicly play down the whole show, yet the two of you should be very proud of what you've achieved. I'm sure you are. Don't change anything. It's marvelous as it is. We We've we may never meet, yet I have you as dear, dear friends, simply because you are what you are. Roll low and rally well, even when you're playing me, Martin, with best regards. Oh, that's very nice, Martin. What is that in the corner of your eye, Jeff? It's a tear. It's a what were tear. you just saying to me at the break? <laughs> it brought a tear to what, my eye. Oh
0: no! What were you just saying at the break, upon our show?
1: Oh, I was saying that we. The, a, a lot of times when we're recording, I'll think, "Wow, this is this is not very good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Because we don't practice, but we don't practice. That's, it's all off the cuff. And that's not it, what it's about. Yeah.
0: So I love that letter. Thank you. I'm gonna yeah, it's really fr- nice. have to frame that. Yeah,
1: that's a great letter.
0: I mean, and we would love to meet you someday.
1: Yes, Martin. And and if, if
0: you can get to Italy next year, that's right. Chef will be there.
1: I'll be in Assisi, Italy. I've got a friend, uh a guy I've known for about twenty years who lives in Milan, who's coming down to visit us for a couple of days, he and his wife, which is we're really excited about cool my sister is coming for christmas she'll actually be there for christmas my kids are coming the week before so we've got a lot going on but martin we've got room so yeah just in case and i just love the idea of him working out in the what was it yeah out in the the garden workshop making us yeah in france France. it's crazy it really is
0: and i have a donation here from thomas rank sent through paypal thank you very much thomas for your kind donation. Super great. We want to remind you, the show is brought to you by kind donations from our listeners.
1: Yes. We love you all. Each and every one of you. Sending you big hugs and kisses. Andreas
0: asks, guys, can you please stop recording separate voices and separate channels? You, you in the left channel, interview in the right channel. I'm currently listening to the interview with Andrew Rogers, but you've done it a lot before, and I always <laughs> think I have to mail you... About it, maybe he has. Someone has before. Yeah, we have. We have. Andreas Carlson. Now I took it. Now I took it. Extremely disturbing, and I have to change the output. Well, um, sorry. (laughs) Thanks for a
1: good show. Otherwise, I thought it went to mono. I thought so too. Said mixing it down to one channel. It should. It should. But maybe sometimes, you know, you load an update sometimes, and we use Audacity for our editing software. Maybe you downloaded an update and it flipped a bit and the bit flipped a switch.
0: Yeah. Maybe back to
1: stereo. So yeah, but we just got to watch that. I mean, I do that all the time with our equipment here, as you know, so.
0: Yep. Sometime a mistake is made. Yep. All right, well, we'll work on it, sir. We'll try and to be there as we get older. thank you for being patient with us and yes. listening. <laughs> thank you.
1: Got in a letter here from Vilas. Hi guys and greeting from Sweden. I'm new to the hobby, and have only been playing since June this year. I quickly understood that only hardcore ASL nerds could appreciate your podcast, and one chapter A and B later, I can't stop listening. Great podcast. I'm using an Android phone and can't find your pods before episode 137. Are they available? Have they been routed off board? Yeah. I'm having a problem with that, with our RSS feed okay. thing. I gotta fix that. I'll try to do that. It's on my list. I will try to fix that. Well you're so in that the Billy? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to be on a working trip. Robin and I are both going to be working. Oh yeah, that's, so that's correct. I guess I'm going to put that on my mm. list of things to do, though. I definitely want to fix that. We turned, it, we set it up so that it would only put a hundred in the RSS feed, and there was a reason for that at the time. But I'll, I'll see if maybe can things fix it. have changed. Hmm. Yeah. So All right. So thanks, thanks, Vilas, we'll uh, for your compliments, and we'll try to get that fixed. Otherwise, you can go right to our website and download stuff there and listen.
0: And I have one from Alan Chabot, Earthworms, phylum annelids don't hatch into moss, phylum anthropoda, from episode 199. Wow. All swears all the time. Who named these shows, Jeff? Come on, that's great. <laughs> all swears all the time. Getting ASL rules wrong is one thing. <laughs> Getting this wrong is really bad coming from a teacher, too. Thanks for putting the smiley face on there because it's hard to tell people's intent.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Did we actually say earthworms it's in the moths? Not that I recall, but it may, we may have been in a drunken stupor.
0: Oh, and usually those things are misspoken. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but thanks, Alan. Yeah. All the way back from 199. Lots of
1: fun. Well, we know as much about biology as uh and let's see, what would be the study of worms? Hmm. Wormology? I don't <laughs> think so. You know, Darwin his most popular book during his lifetime that he published was about earthworms. It wasn't the origin of species or the ascent really? of man, it was it was about earthworms. It outsold everything else that he wrote. Yeah. Mm. Kind of makes you want to pick up a book about earthworms, don't it? It does. And we got a follow-up letter from Vilas um, Pavilans, who uh, because I had re- or you had responded to him about downloading episodes and how we could do it. Yeah, and, that we look into it. And he just said, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for that. Um, I hope Jeff can find a solution. So now that he's mentioned it twice, I think he said tanks for that. Yes, he did. Thanks for the rapid response so yeah i will i'll really work on that velas i've red starred your letter and moved it to the top of my to-do list
0: i have a little blogger contact form from stew stew vaseline with stew hey
1: um vaseline with stew vaseline,
0: vaseline wait a minute remember we didn't, didn't we interview Stu on his channel youtube
1: oh yeah, possibly. Yes, I think so. You guys need to
0: video your podcast It'd be spectacular. <laughs> what are the thoughts, Jeff? Now we, A- as long as we can eat. Who did we interview last show? Um, Mr. Ramsey. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> Recall, and so yeah, he's his video stuff. They just sit and talk, and they it looks good. They're having yeah. fun. People we could, could do that. We could kind of. Oh, then they'll know we don't wear pants for real. Well, we could keep the, have the cameras up a little higher. Okay, just point that them up. That won't work. Point them up. Um, Jeff's ta- thought about it, and we were just talking about putting on all the old shows audio. But Jeff mentioned a little copyright thing that you guys heard Dave Ramsey speak about last week or last show. Yeah. So we have some music appear sometimes.
1: I mean, we could try it and see if it gets pulled because a lot of times we talk over it. So I don't yeah, know it's if really it just would get background, filtered out, but. Yeah. We yes. could try it. So anyway, it,
0: it is on our minds for the
1: future. Thank you, Stu. And then we got a letter from Kermit Mullins who wrote and said, just to see if you have any shot glasses left. Oh. And how, what is the status of our shot glass inventory? Dave, check in the warehouse, would you? Oh, look. Dave's back in the warehouse. Look at it. Well, let me look around here
0: and see over here. And I think if... If you oh man, there are not it's a lot of empty boxes back here. Oh, there are a few left.
1: Oh, excellent. As in most of them left. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think we rented too large a oh. warehouse for the kind of stuff we stock.
0: Jeff's gonna kill me if I don't sell all these shot glasses, so please, please order your shot glass now. Email Gmail us twenty bucks. Come on. Twenty bucks, come on. It's yeah. a donation. Look, someone earlier just gave us 10 for nothing. Could have gave us 20 Could have got a shot glass. Yeah, I think I should go back and just send them one. They're beautiful. They are really They're stylish. Nice. They clink when you <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: almost they, all over in the chair. <laughs> I'm sitting in the ejector seat chair, <laughs> that, which would have been much funnier on they, video. Yeah, thanks.
0: You moved that away from me. Look, they sound wonderful. And they that hold, was not wonderful. And they hold a really big shot. That's what I like. Clink and drink. Yeah, What's well, the skinny one? That's oh, we be. didn't clean this one. It has a little uh, unicum. Oh yeah, that's right <laughs> in it. So uh, please, please
1: order a glass. Come on. I might take people. a couple of those to Italy with me, and just have when I go to a bar, or coffee and shop, break and it just out. Say, just yeah, just pour it into here. Yeah, and someone would probably go like.
0: Oh, is that a two hasquad shot glass? Yeah. Are you Jeff? Yeah. No, I'm Dave, the good looking one. So I have starred Dennis why he's got two shot glasses. I think we're done with that one. Uh checking to see if you have shot glasses. A
1: Kermit. I sent I, I think I sent it to Kermit. Did I send one to Kermit? Okay, we got a letter here that says this is from Steve. Hi, guys. Cool. I was calling in on the phone number you all used to have. It seems like the code doesn't work anymore. Well, Steve, we just checked it, and it did answer, and it announced that we are the two half-squads and to please leave a message. So it seems to be working. We left a message for ourselves, and we're waiting to see if if we get it. This is exciting. And you can (laughs) also
0: go to the automatic record
1: screen. Yeah, there's a little uh, widget that pops up on the side of the website. And that
0: for sure records yeah. right into your computer and sends it to our inbox.
1: And Steve goes on to say thanks to, y- thanks to you guys for persevering on past episode 200. Truly an epic podcast you guys have been doing. And to be almost into the mid 200 episodes is a phenomenal achievement. Kudos to you both. Wow. Thank,
0: Thank you, Steve.
1: You very much. That's really nice of you. And I wish we could turn kudos into cash. So everyone, subscribe to us on Patreon. Yeah, we appreciate that.
0: Jack Dempsey is saying Happy Thanksgiving. And now he would say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, I'm sure. Another fine episode. See, Dave retires and now he's so busy he forgets the scheduled (laughs) podcast time. Enjoy the holiday. I always add our podcast to the items I am thankful for. Thank you. Very much, Jack. Yeah, it's nice. And now Jack knows I forgot to, twice in a row. Yeah. Ooh, shameful.
1: Well, you know, we didn't have to bring it up, but you wouldn't pay me the hush money, so mm-hmm. you have been exposed, sir. Robert uh, Zinselmeyer writes and says, "Greetings to half squads." Now, there's there's a good way around the Jeff, Jeff and Dave, <laughs> Dave and Jeff conundrum. controversy. You know, I I was listening to NPR today, and they said that the, um, whatever it was, maybe the Webster's Dictionary, word of the year is they. And the fact that they has been introduced as a suitable substitute for the otherwise binary he or she.
0: Oh, I thought it was like a political thing, like they or them.
1: Yeah. No.
0: They, them, they hate us.
1: Yeah, so they, so it could be greetings they, they guys. No <laughs> greetings to half squads. Anyway, I did, we digress. I'd like my add, I'd like to add my name to the drawing for the broken ground design French counters. You are says, in, sir, and he's in. I enjoy the podcast for the information and humor it provides, and appreciate the effort you both put into it to help grow our hobby. I've been catching up past on past episodes and listened to it or Spine and Sprocket. Wow. While I get my daily walk, thanks, thanks a lot, (laughs) merci beaucoup. Well, thanks, Bob. That's nice. Very Uh, nice. I have a little
0: notice from Ritter Krieg who has sent us. Well, actually, bought this one. He did send us some free product for our wonderful advertising. But the fight for Seoul, Korea, it's coming up next episode, folks. Hot dang! Stay tuned. And Greg Estevander is also into the French contest. First, let me ask if there's any clink and ring shot glasses available still. Oh, did I send one to Greg? Dang, Jeff, I got to write this stuff down. If so, reserve one for me and let me know what the next steps are. I'm sure I did. Greg, I'm if sure I didn't... am sure you did. You're, you're very... If, c- contact us, okay? Yeah. Because I'm sure I did. Um, one thing people do... Um, he just listened to 223 before start, starting 233 thus finding out about the contest and let me say your podcast is certainly having a positive impact in forestalling the demise of ASL as described at the end of the show 223 keep up the good work one thing people can do to spread interest is start a wargaming gaming club at their library sound familiar Jeff we yes, talked it about does. that like eight, talk, eight you years, brought 10 years ago probably yeah and Dave Ramsey brought up at your church oh yes and then Eric did do it at his church near Romeoville and bring um, start a wargaming club at the local library and bring only ASL <laughs> starter kit. Our local library has a chess club and basically the way it works someone who knows about chess spoke to the library put it on the schedule in an available room got a bunch of chess boards people see it and they entered the library and there were seven kids ages 6 to 12 learning and playing chess. So I'm thinking of acting on this idea for an age range 12 to adult or something since I have extra boards check out and check and oh to check line aside so extra counters don't we all yeah he's got extra scenarios yep so I like the idea that's great a
1: great endeavor and I'm sure pre- people would really appreciate all the work you put into that
0: yep indeed
1: got one here from Stu on episode 234 who says a great song was that Dave? Sounded really clean. Sexy voice. And Stu left his phone number and a picture. <laughs> no. Did I tell you when my friend was on the
0: dating site, they matched him up with a, a picture of Tiger Woods um, doctored up to be a girl?
1: No. Really? (laughs) He got
0: a match for that person. Wow. It's in the early days of the technology.
1: (laughs) That's pretty funny. Isn't that great?
0: Yeah. Sebi, almost done here. Caltabiano. Oh, Advancing Fire Team. Yes. We are going to talk about their product right now. Biazza Ridge, Brevity Assault. Uh, go on in, Italian Gaming Company, producing action-packed war game scenarios and campaigns. Biazza Ridge and Brevity Assault Packs are available for pre-order. Policy is to receive payments for the pre-order for these products, and as we have reached the minimum hits, 130 pre-orders for Biazza Ridge, 165 for Brevity Assault. We proceed with their printing and delivery process lasts 30 days to print. They are up to 60 pre-orders, folks, so get in there. Get these products pre-ordered. We'll post a link. It's Advancing Fire. You can Google it. It's a new game company in Italy. We're sending Jeff over there as our... Advers- as our
1: and Emissary? Emissary. Not, not adversary.
0: Emissary for the half-squads and adversary for them to play Advanced Squad Leader with. And you can order the bundle if you like. And they want to meet these limits by February... 2020 and they'll refund everything you can trust them they've already contacted us when i reached out to them um this is a new kind of way to run a um campaign so i'm going to grab a little more info here for you i got a nice website
1: they do it's a nice very nice website
0: the Ridge is um, the episodes of the Luftwaffe Panzer Division Hermann counteroffensive in the Gala Scatolite sector in Sicily. Following the landings of the 1st U.S. Infantry, that's the Big Red One, folks. We have their museum right over here in Wheaton, and the 45th U.S. Infantry Division Thunderbird. Um, it has scenarios. 20 full-color die-cut counters, 16 full-color 5-8-inch counters, and some historical board maps, looks like one, two, three, maybe five,
1: and some rules. You're on the, uh, the page for uh, Biazza Ridge. Yeah. I'm looking at the Brevity Assault, which, which says, uh, contains an operational level game. There you go. Basically, what you get is a game at company platoon level, where you solve the combat, not with simple dice rolls, but with ASL scenarios.
0: That's what I wanted to hear.
1: Yeah. So, Brevity Assault depicts the hard-fought battles that occurred in mid-May 1941 on the border between Libya and Egypt during the so-called Operation Brevity. So, it includes seven pack scenarios, including three campaign games covering Operation Brevity, 30 full-color uh, half-inch dies, 31 full-color 5-8-inch dies, uh, sorry, counters, die-cut counters, Maps. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great stuff on yeah, here. Yeah, let's get it going. It looks really good. I'll, I'll be very very much looking forward to seeing this product. Yep. And it looks like they're about halfway on the pre-orders on all of these. So they're getting there. But get to advancingfire.com, place your pre-orders, and uh, let's get this going. All
0: right, and Jabo wrote us and said... Longtime listener, first time poster, just want to say thanks for the hours of content you and your guests and your commentators and your posters have provided over the years. I'm still back at episode one oh five, working toward two thirty-five. Ah, so the good hello, old days. hello from two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> As an aside, it'll be interesting to see if my monster solo red barricades and red factories campaign will finish before after I go through the two half squads podcast backlog. So that would be amazing. And I think he said he had photos opposite Twitter solo game, though. Fascinating. Good job, jobbo.
1: Last letter, Jeff. Got one here from Trip, who says, Greetings, I just bought Hakapale from you on eBay. I just now realized that you are probably the Dave Kleinschmidt from the two <laughs> half squads. I'm a somebody. I just started playing ASL after many, many years of, you know, not playing ASL. I played the original Squad Leader. Um, what were the other, the follow-ups to Squad Leader? COD? Uh, Code of,
0: uh, uh, Crescendo
1: yeah. of Doom. Crescendo of Doom, yeah. thank you. GI. And of all of victory. Back in the 1980s. Anyway, I listened to your fantastic podcast, which encouraged me to take the plunge. I'm currently working through the old episodes, now from back when you were playtesting HP. And if you are not the Dave Kleinschmidt, sorry, either way, have a great day and <laughs> happy holidays, Trip.
0: And Trip, I am the Dave Kleinschmidt, as I responded to you today. I just shipped it out this morning. Nice. Yep, it was Dave Timonen's copy. How's that?
1: How about that? Isn't that cool? That's really cool. You, you
0: just mail it out. I was going to stick the half-squads return label on it, but it wasn't officially for the podcast. It was officially for me, me and Dave Timonen, yeah, because we had multiple copies and um, didn't. I probably should have just advertised the podcast on anything ASL I saw on eBay, right? Sure. But they have squads on there. Yeah, Flyer and We used to have those color flyers we put out.
1: Yeah. But. I think it's interesting. I wonder if MMP notices an uptick in ASL sales as People of our generation get to the age when their kids go off and are, right. people are having time to get back into the hobby. Yeah. And isn't it interesting, of all the game, all the new stuff that's out, they oh, go yeah. back to the old game.
0: Although the old game is still the new game. Yeah, it's true. As we'll see again next episode. Yes. So until then, I think we have to draw the winner for the French counters.
1: We're going long on the show. Yeah, right? we will. Uh, we'll, so we'll do that and announce. We'll say goodbye. Yeah. Well, we've run a little bit long, so we got to go. Yes, we do. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks ha- for listening, The half everybody. track's in the driveway and it's running. we got to get in there and go over and get some food. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
0: yep. Roll low. Really and... well. But not, but not when, when you're
1: playing us. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Bye. bye. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yes, and all of the other holidays. Kwanzaa. Yeah.